Okay, let's begin our discussion of Parshas Vayeshev, Tavshin Ayin Aleph, this Shabbos before Hanukkah. Hopefully next week, Bezrat Hashem, there will be a regular shear next Wednesday night. Uh, we'll discuss the Minyani Hanukkah next week, not this week. Um, the Shabbos before Shabbos Hanukkah, even though this week is the Shabbos before Hanukkah. But this week we'll focus on the Parsha. There's enough to talk about in Parshas Vayeshev that uh, we could focus on the Parsha. Start off with the beginning question that we've dealt with in the past with a different answer. Beginning of the parsha, the pasuk tells us, "Vayeshev Yaakov beeretz Mugurei Aviv." Yaakov dwelled beeretz Mugurei Aviv beeretz Kenan. Rashi quotes, "Vayeshev Yaakov." What is that teaching me? Rashi quotes, "Bikesh Yaakov leshev b'shalva." As in source number one, the first couple of lines quotes it as well. Yaakov Avinu wanted a rest. He's had a busy life. He's had a deal with a brother who wanted to kill him. He's had a deal with Lavan, who tricked him for many, many times and many, many years, and he had to marry somebody that didn't know he was going to marry. He's been through a lot. And finally, he means, He says, I've had, I, he wants to relax. He wants to live out his retired years, benachat. Live out his retired years, benachat. So what happened? Kafatz alav, rogzo shel Yosef. The rogues of Yosef, the whole story of Yosef, um, Starts. Ayn Rashi. Fine. Ask Rabnissan Alpert. Limude Nisan. Vikasha. Vikisani Lakadish Barakhu to Akli Tre Alma. Is it so challenging or difficult to Akadish Barakhu? What's the problem with giving Yaakov a little nachas? Rashi says, No, no, no. Tell me that Achamim cannot have both worlds. Olamazan, Olamaba. What's so terrible? Vikisani, it's, it's so terrible for Akadish Barakhu to give, have a little Rahmanis on Yaakov Avinu. He's had such a difficult life. The whole world is created for the tzaddik. So why can't he, he be benach at the Surah Kodesh Baruch Hu? Vahanira Lomar says, Reb Nissen Alpert, His whole life, he has been worried and involved about Esav. Even before he was born, he was having tzaras from his brother. He was learning with a malach, and he was already being bothered. And before he was born, after he was born, he had to devote so much time and physical and mental energy. And finally, when he was mashlin, he made peace with Esav. He thought, that's it. And then what happened? The Yosef story happened. What's the message of the Yosef story in this context? Kedil Alamdo is to teach us. Shekolzman, She'ena, Shoreres, Achva, Gemura, Ben Bnei Yisrael, Adayin, Sakana, Gedola, Lohetes, Alehem, Va'asulo, Osiyafai, Tomei, Avodaso. As long as there is inner fighting amongst brothers, amongst Jews, then there's no Shalom in the world. And until there's peace amongst Shalom bias within the nation, within Yisrael, then you can't relax. From external enemies, HaKadosh Baruch Hu could protect us. And maybe we could be benachas from that. But the terrible sinna that occurs between brothers, Yigram Hagalus, that does not let 
shalva occur to the father. Right, with the last bracha we say every every Shmon Esrei, Sim Shalom Tovah Bracha. We end off with that. That's the Achron Achron Chaviv, the final bracha we say Shmon Esrei. Achron Bracha will help us out. Not because it was the Roman, the Roman armies. Yes, that was the outward enemy. But as we know, the Gemara tells us, it's because of baseless hatred. Says of Nissan Alper, Yaakov wanted to relax, but when there's sinaspinim in the world, when there's inner fighting in the world, nobody can relax. Until that is rooted out, until there is no inner fighting amongst brothers. We mentioned the following thought in a Haggadah share a couple of years ago, but it is uh, very worth repeating in this context. One of the most uh, amazing thoughts that um, Rav Asher Weiss has in his Haggadah. There is a thought for Shem the Gra, and then he has an addition. Says the Rav Asher Weiss in the Haggadah, on the, 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 pas, the part of the Haggadah about Lavan. Say Uluman Bikish Lavan Ha'arami. Many Mepharshim talk about what exactly was so terrible about Lovan. He was the worst. Bikish, Lakar, Esakol, more than anyone else. Mayim, Lovan, Arami, Lithias, Mitzrayim. What does it have to do with Lithias, Mitzrayim? El, Sha'achar, Sha'amayim, Lusha, Bechol, Dar, Vodar, Omdev, Aleinu, Lachal, Oseinu. Remember, this paragraph is right after the Hisha'amda. Right after we say we have been, we have had many enemies. Yadoa, Neida. We must know, Shelo, Rak, Lachal, Oseinu, Kilion, Fizi. Not only throughout our generations and our history have there been nations that physically wanted to kill us, but there were those that would let us live as long as we threw away Judaism, as long as we were killed Jewishly. Maybe it will connect to Hanukkah, after all. And the entire Seder night has this Double idea. In Mitzrayim it was physical. Mitzrayim had both. They were throwing our babies into the river. But the Medr says, he also started making us work on Shabbos. And we started not having any time to think about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we daven at the Seder night. The double washon. That's our physical redemption. And our spiritual redemption. But then he continues. And he says there's a well-known thought of the grow. We've mentioned it in past years. And that is, in a couple of weeks we're going to read, when Yaakov Avinu cannot bear to part with Binyamin, when the brothers come back in next week's Parsha, O.C., line 30, it says on the right side, what does the Pasuk say? O.C., she kaltem, you have made me barren, bereaved, I have lost children. Yosef, inenu v'shimon, inenu v'spinyamin tikachu, alayha yukulana. Upon me, all of these, all of these have occurred. So the Gra says, he links this alay, alayha yukulana, as we know, with the other Rifka's alay. Alay kilalascha b'ni. Yaakov Avinu is telling his sons, Alai Hayukulana, I'm supposed to only have three Tsaris. Tsaris Esav, Tsaris Lavan, and Tsaris Yosef. Nobody told me about any other Tsaris. So how could you take Binyamin? Alai Kilaslabini, that's Rifka 
prophesizing to Yaakov, Allah, don't worry. Yitzchak is not going to find out that you're stealing the brachas. Don't worry about it. Allah, your klal is only Allah. It's only Ace of Lavan and, and Yosef. Nothing more, so don't worry about it. There's no worry that you have. So that's the grah. But Rav Asher Weiss goes one step further. Unbelievable. And he says, it's not just Allah, Ace of Lavan, Yosef. But what do each of these symbolize? Says Rav Asher Weiss, line 15 in the next column. Velibi Omer Li. Dagam Shloshes Eila, Ace of Lavan, Yosef. Yitzirahim Lebene Yaakov, Lederoseim, Kachomaisa Avoshim, Yitzirah Labanim. These three symbolize the different types of tsaris that Klai Yisrael have throughout the generations. Yaakov had it. Maisa Avos Yitzir Labanim or Simon Labanim. The children will have it. These are every single tsar that we have in our history could be linked and categorized in one of these tsaris. Is it a Esav tsara, a Lavan tsara, or a Yosef tsara? What are each one? Says the... Rav Asher Weiss, line 22. navchin Yisrael panim. There are two types of Goliaths. Hayav Hariga On the one hand, we know there are certain types of Goliaths that the physical annihilations, the Hamans, the Achashveroshes, the Hitlers, those that want to wipe us out physically. And yet, we also know, and that's symbolized by Ayin, by the Esav. Esav wanted to kill Yaakov. V'zuk zeres Esav shezamam laharogas Yaakov avinu. Aval yesh v'nigzer alenu gzeres shmadu bitla Torah. V'amitzvok gzeres ayivanim. But then on the other hand, there are those who wanted to wipe us out spiritually. You can live. You can live, but you have to accept our values. You have to accept our religion. V'zuk zeres la. And where is that? Like the yivanim. Chanukah. What happened on Hanukkah? The Yivanim didn't destroy the base of Megdash. It's amazing. We've mentioned in the past. The four Goliaths that we have. Golis Bavel, they destroyed the base of Megdash. Golis Paras was in between. There was no base of Megdash. Then they eventually let us build the base of Megdash. Golis Romi, the fourth one, they destroyed the base of Megdash. Golis Yavan is the only one. It was during Bayashani. Start to finish. Bayashani. That was when the Hanukkah story took place. During Bayashani. They said, have a base of Megdash. But it's not Tahar. Don't think there's anything special, there's anything spiritual about it. What do we say in Alanisim? The Tibu, they impurified it. You can have it. You can physically live. But there's nothing special about it. There's nothing Pnimi. Bezuk Zeres Lavan Ha'arami, and that's Lavan. Shepikish Lakar Sakol. Lavan wanted to take the Judaism out of Yaakov Avinu. There was Judaism then. He wanted to take the Ruchmias out of Yaakov. Achlola Harugalabi, he didn't want to kill him. So those are the two first two types of Saras. The, the, the Ace of Saras and the Love in Saras. But then says Rav Asher Weiss, you have the Yud. You have the Yosef Saras. What's the Yosef Saras? Amnam b'kal elo yachonu b'chastei shemayim. Ach ha-kashem ikulan. G'zeres Yosef. Shehu sinas chinam, sinas achem, e'neinu l'vein atzmenu. It's the internal fighting that we have. The internal strifes that lead to so much difficulties when we just can't get along with each other within the Jewish people. Even in this century, previous century, says of Asher Weiss, we have had all three. Hitler, Panim, 
Obviously the physical. Right? Right? So what happened behind the iron curtain? Right? It was all you can live. You can't practice any Judaism. But finally, what do we also have, Rachman al Islam in our day and age? Hakashami Kulang Zeras Yosef. Sinaschinam, he shechrivas beitenu, vesarfase chalenu, vaadayin, murakedis beinenu. Cesar Vashar wise, look around. We have so much to work on. We have so much to dive in for. And that, says Rabnissan Alpert, is the message to Yaakov Avinu. Bikish Yaakov, Leshi Bashalva. Yaakov wanted to ha- relax a little bit. He wanted to have Shalva. And Akkadish Baruch said, when there's inner fighting amongst brothers, there's no Shalva. There's no Shalva, and we have to continue working until the final point that there shouldn't be any inner fighting amongst the Jewish people. Okay. Moving right along. Gets us going right into it. Says the Torah. As we know, at the beginning of the Parsha, Yosef starts talking about dreams. We mentioned in the past that many, many dreams in Parshas in Sefer Bracious. Hardly any dreams in the rest of the Torah. But all, the, all of a sudden, in Sefer Bracious, Yaakov has a dream, and Yosef has dreams, and Paro has dreams, and the Sarah Mashkim has dreams, Sarah Ophim has dreams. Everybody has dreams. Anybody have a dream later in the Torah? Right, who, who sleeps in later in the Torah? It's all in Sefer Bracious. All in Sefer Bracious. So, you have before, before, um, informed of Yosef's dreams, and Pasuk Dalet, Vayiru Echav, Ki Yosohav, Aviyah Echav, the brothers saw that Yaakov showed favoritism, Chazal even taken to task for showing favoritism, Vayisnu Oso, Vayachlu Dabalu They couldn't talk to him, couldn't even talk to him. Vayachalom Yosef Chalom, Vayagid Lechav, Yosef had a dream, and he told it to his brothers, Vayosif Osno Oso, and they hated him more. Vayomer Alam, and he says, listen to my dream, and he tells him the dream about the bundles, Pazaches, are you going to be king over us? Are you going to be the Melech? Are you going to be the Moshel? So they hated him more. On his dreams and on his words. The extra words are apparent. They hated him for his dreams and for his words. His words were his dreams. He said over his dreams. They hated him because of his words, about his dreams. What's the double lashon of al chalamosav vi al dvarav? It's like two things. On the dreams and on the words. Says the Meshachachma. Little Meshachachma. Source 4. Who, line top left. Who al-madi isa b'sifri parshas korach. Look at the sifri in parshas korach. So if you look in source 5, or if Cooperman quotes the sifri, al-apasik va'ani hinei nasati va'ani b'ratzon. Hinini B'simcha. The word hinani or hinei, that shorish always connotes simcha, says Rabbi Yishmael. Diver Rabbi Yishmael. Amr tamid Rabbeinu. Hey, how about this one? Lafishu hu omer vani hinani maybe mabel mayim. Was the Kodesh Baruch happy about bringing the mabel? Hinani? Hinani maybe it's a mabel mayim? Is he happy there? Shomei anishi simcha lafei amakom. How can you say it means simcha? Amr lahem, he says yes. Rabbi, Rabbi Shmuel says, "Yesh simcha lefei hamakom kishayovdu machisim in haolam." When people who cause tremendous chil Hashem are destroyed from the world, be avod rishayim rina. Yes, Hakadosh Baruch was happy. 
when, right, the positive quoted in Mishlei, be even Rishon Rina, when the evil ones are, are destroyed. There is Simcha. Continuing a couple lines down, Rabbi Nasan Omer, Va'ani Mosef al-Avodasam, Hina, Hinei Pesimcha. V'cheinu Omer, Hinei hu yotei l'krasecha. When Hashem informs Moshe Rabbeinu that Aaron's going to come greet him on the way back to Mitzrayim and he's going to be happy. He uses the Lashon. Hinei. So the word Hinei always connotes Simcha. Says the Meshachach, well, look at Yosef's words. Look at his retelling of the dream. Pasik Zion. Hinei. Anachnu ma'am alumim sochasada. Vehinei. Kam alum anasi vegam nitzava. Vehinei. You read it like that, you really, it sticks out at you. What are those three hines? And look at the next one, Pasuk Tess. Another couple. Says the Meshachachma. It's not just the content, but it's about how it was said. Back to the Meshachachma. He was overflowing with happiness and excitement. It was al-chalamosav, on the content of the dreams, but it was also al-dvarav. It was also in how he said it. Because in life, it's not only about what is done, but it's about how it's done. And here was an inappropriate simcha. We also have another example. I quoted this last year, Parshas Kisisa, but according to it again now, Rabbi Yosef Engel writes, giving, giving uh, an explanation to a Gemara Mesechus Megillah. Gemara Megillah and Dapyud Beis notes, what is the reason that the Jews were chayiv to be destroyed in the times of Purim, in the times of Haman? What they do wrong? So the Gemara says, it's what happened in Perak Aleph of the Megillah. That the Jews took part in the Suda. The Suda that was celebrating that the Beis HaMikdash wasn't rebuilt after 70 years, because Achashverosh had miscalculated, so there was a whole big suda with the Kalim of the Beis Amidosh, the Kalim Mikalim shown him, and the Jews took part in that. So with just that story, what is it? Okay, they were forced to take part. No. Says the Gemara. What's the language? Source 6. That's the language of the Gemara. They enjoyed. The second line. It doesn't say they ate for, because they ate from the Suda, because maybe they were forced to eat from the Suda. That's not the problem. The problem is, They were forced to. They enjoyed themselves. They were besimcha when they were eating. They shouldn't have enjoyed it. There's a difference between eating and enjoying my eating. That was the problem in the days of Purim. And that's what Rabbi Yosef Engel says, maybe is an answer to a question of Tosfus in Mesechus Avodah The Gemara in Avodah tells us on line 6, Da'antoninus for Rebbe, Shalopasko me'al shulchanam lo'tzom v'lo chazeres. Rebbe was, Rebbe Yudanasi, was one of the richest people alive. Every season of the year, he had every type of fruit and vegetable on his table. He got everything out of season. He, he, he had everything. That's what the Gemara says about Rebbe. And yet the Gemara tells us at the end of Ksubis that Rebbe said at the end of his life, Do'ama Rebbe, second to last line, Lo nehenesimi olamazeh afilu I didn't get one 
finger worth of pleasure from this finger's worth of pleasure from the world. How do you put the two gemaras together? Asked Tosis. He didn't get any anah, but he had everything on the table. But you have to say he had everything on the table, but he didn't eat it. No, the answer is says the Gilyone Ashas Ulahanal Nicha the Shaper Achal Vafalpiki Lonehene. No, he ate Dafka L'shem Shemayim. Everything he ate, he had everything. He had plenty of food, but it was all L'shem Shemayim. He didn't eat it to enjoy himself when it wasn't Shabbos Yantif. But that's what happened in these dreams. Yosef could have told over the dreams, especially according to those pshatim that says he thought it was a nevuah. Later on, he for sure thought it was a nevuah. That's why he wanted it to come true. But maybe he thought it was a nevuah. But still, you tell over a nevuah that's gonna that's gonna be painful for others. Don't say it over. Simcha. Don't be happy that you're gonna be above others. That's what they didn't like. Al chalamosav the aldevar. Okay, that's about Yosef. Let's move on. We know there are some. Amazing stories in the parsha. So we have the beginning of the hatred. Then we have Mechiris Yosef, which we've spoken about a number of times in the past. Then we have in Paraklamet Ches, Chazal say, as a punishment to the story of Mechiris Yosef, we have the story of Yehuda and Tamar. Yehuda and Tamar. So I have one thought related to this story. Paraklamet Ches, Pasik Tezayin. Pasik Tezvav, let's start. Tamar dresses up, as we know, we're not going to talk about Tamar's actions here. Tamar also, Chazal will say, we're L'shem Shemayim. Vayireha Yehuda le'yachshavel Zona. Yehuda didn't recognize her. He kisses up on Eha because she was covered. Vayete leha el haderech. He turned to her. He turned uh, to, to, to go in. Vayomer havana avoyelayach yilo yadak yilkalasohi. He didn't know that she was his daughter-in-law. Vayetei leha yachshavel Says the Medrash on Vayete aleha. That he went... He went, he turned off the road. Vayet Aleha. Says the Chafetz Chaim quoting the Medrash in source number seven. Ube Medrash Rabba, Vayet Aleha, Balkarcho Shalobitovaso. He was forced. Balkarcho. There was a divine hand guiding him that he had to do this. Balkarcho Shalobitovaso. What exactly does that mean? So the Chafetz Chaim quotes an idea in short. Which we're going to go backwards in time first and go skip to source number eight, a source that we've mentioned in the context of other Shiurim. It's a thought that the Ema Banim Smecha quotes from Sifre Hamakubalim. He quotes this from the Shach Ala Torah. He quotes this from the Magid Mesharim. The Magid Mesharim is the Sefer of Yosef Cairo. My Revisor Cairo with the big three, the Beis Yosef. The Kesef Mishnah and the Shulchan Arach, but he also wrote a Sefer Magad Misharim, which every night when he went to sleep, all the kashas that he had during the day, he spoke to a Malach every night. And the next morning, he wrote a Sefer with all those answers that he got called Magad Misharim. It's in difficult Aramaic Alatora. So he quotes that idea for the Magad Misharim in Pasha Vayigash. What is this? What's the idea? Says the Yemah Wanim Smech. V'hinei Mavur B'Sifri Amukubalim. It says in many Kabbalistic works. Shaba Ace Hashem Yisbarach Rotzelasos Ezer Daragado Ba'olam. Whenever Hashem wants to do something amazing, wants to bring a great tova to the world, Shenogeya La'Elyonim B'Shmei Hashemayim Ulotachtonim Ba'aretz. That's going to have cosmic effects. That's going to affect the upper worlds, the lower worlds. When Hashem Yisbarach wants to do something amazing for the world, sometimes Oz Hashem Yisbarach. Hashem has to guard, garb it. Hashem has to clothe it. Hashem has to cover it in unbecoming covers, 
in even dirty and filthy covers. Why? They're ugly. Why? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu set up a world with a Midas Hadin. And if HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to do something good, then Midas Hadin says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, do they really deserve it? Do you really want to do this? Do you think Klai Yisrael, do you think the world really deserves this great thing that you're giving them? And HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kaviyachol is subject to the rules, to the system that he created. And therefore, say the Mekubalim, V'omali haya nasib b'pumbi, if he would do it publicly, take if haya ola makati l'katrig. The makatrig, the prosecutor would get up and say, no, can't do this. Umidus haddin haya ma'akeves b'davar. And the midas haddin would say, you can't do it. That is why sometimes when there's a great gift given to the world, it's got to be covered. It's got to be unnoticed, brought in under the rug. That is why, says the Magin Meshorim, skip down a couple of lines on the bottom, Dahamalach Gila the Rabbeinu Beis Yosef. The Malach told the Beis Yosef, Hatam she'istrach David Malka Meshicha de Yesu Merusamo Aviyah. Think about it. David HaMelech, the beginning of the monarchy of the eternal kingdom of Klal Yisrael. David HaMelech Yisrael Chayvekayim. If we were writing the book, the story of David, what would be his lineage? What would be his background? He would have the most pristine, the most pure, perfect, the prince among princes. And yet if we look at it, who did David come from? The Gemara tells us in Yevamis that there was a whole controversy on the battlefield after David killed Goliath. Hmm, could he be the king? Could he not be the king? Doeg pipes up, he can't even be Jewish. His great-great-grandmother was a Moabite. Oh, no, only the male, not the female. No, maybe not, maybe yes. This whole controversy. This is, this is going to be the king? So much conscience. Why did David have to have come from Rus? Says the Beis Yosef, quoting the Malach, the Magad Mesharim, because of this idea. David HaMalach is the savior of Klal Yisrael. David HaMalach symbolizes Geula, symbolizes our ultimate redemption. Kodesh Baruch had to get it in under the rug. Kodesh Baruch had to clothe it. So Kaviyochel is as if, like the, the Bidas Adin, like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to be the king? Maybe one could also suggest Moshe Rabbeinu grew up in Paro's house. The goal of Klal Yisrael, Dafka growing up, Bas Paro. Yeah, yeah. This, this, this Egyptian kid, yeah, he's going to be the goal. Says the Chafetz Chaim, Yehuda and Tamar also fit into the picture. Yehuda and Tamar is just on the line before Ammon and Moab. Mikan, back to the Chafetz Chaim. Mikan, Haisa, Hahaschalo, Lamalchus, Beis David, Lamelech, HaMashiach, Sheyavo, Bimheira. This was the beginning What's the point? The greater the item. The Satan, the prosecuting forces, tried to prevent it. The only way to do it is to make the road crooked and literally appease the Satan. Meaning, nothing. There's nothing going on here. There's nothing to see. It would, it would never happen. And that's why, Kaviyachal Yehuda, Balkarcha. Balkarcha, of course, he had Bechir Chashis. But in the larger scheme of history, Balkarcha, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, had a helping hand in this event, which would ultimately lead to Moab, to Rus, and to David HaMelech. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is 
Right, to, to, uh, right, to, leading to David Amalek. Right, this is the father, and the, it's both. Both. Okay. Next, let's, let's continue. Let's do a Rashi together. Paraglamites, Pasuk Vav. Paraglamites, Pasuk Vav. Yosef goes down to Mitzrayim. Yosef goes down to Mitzrayim, and we have the story of he goes up in the in the realm of the land, and wherever he goes, he finds chain in people's eyes. Pasuk Vav, Ayavazo, Kol Asher Lo, Biyad Yosef. And Potiphar leaves everything in the hands of Yosef. Yosef was a handsome guy. It's a handsome guy. Says Rashi. Yosef Since he became the leader, he started eating well and drinking well. And Misalso Basairo starts making sure his hair looks perfect. Misalso Basairo. Amar Kadesh Baruch Hu, Hashem says to him, Yosef, Avicha Misabel, Viata Misalso Basarcha. Your father's sitting in Avelis for 17 years. You're more than that, right? 17 years. And you're, um, you're, you're fixing your hair. Ani Megarabacha Sadov. Get ready for the bear. Next Pasik, Yachard Ramaela, Asia's Potiphar comes on the scene. Asks of Yosef Nisalan to bear Yosef. We haven't referred to him in a couple of weeks. It's our fault. So, now we have it. Says the bear Yosef. Are we talking about the same person here? Yosef, because he became the ruler, he started making sure his locks looked proper. What? what, what, what? Yosef Hatzadik? There aren't too many people that, that we call Hatzadik. Yosef is playing with his hair? Behine Yosef, source 9. Shashchina Haiseimo, wherever Yosef went in Mitzrayim, the Shechina was with him. Vayi Hashem as Yosef, Vayaharadonov ki Hashem ito. Kamoshem v'medrish, Shashim Shemayim ha'ishagavrafiv, wherever he went he spoke about Shem Shemayim. And Potiphar didn't know what was going to be, and then he saw the Shechina. Harei hayu, rayonav umachshavaso mekusharim udvukim ha'kadosh baruchu. Everything was connected to Hashem. Ve'ich yuvnu advarim kipshutan. How could it be? What kind of idea is this? There's got to be something deeper, says Rabbi Yosef Misalant. Can't just be that Yosef started making his hair, making his hair neat. See, he has two ideas. Two ideas that you have in the next couple of sources. Says Rabbi Yosef Misalant. Top right of the page. The Amr B'Gemara Shabbos. Gemara says at the end of Mesecha Shabbos, towards the end, Kufla Mites, Rashi quotes a little bit of it, Miyom Shepiresh Yosef Me'echad Otam Tam Yayin. From the day that Yosef was poached from his brothers, he never drank wine. He didn't have any wine. How can I drink wine? My brothers, me, we're all separated. He didn't drink any wine. All those years. Dechsev Ulekadko Nazir Echav. As he's called, the Nazir Echav. And Nazir doesn't drink wine. So that's the Remez, and that's what the Gemara says. Rashi quotes it. In a couple weeks, when he finally meets his brothers, and they have a Suda, and he's drinking wine. Afapisha, Gemara, Omeris, Rakash, Dias, Yayin, suggests the Ber Yosef, even though the Gemara only learns out the Isra of wine from the word Nazir, 
Ulam kivan shalimud humi nazir echav, since he's called nazir im kein sarachlomar, maybe one could suggest, amazingly, shahaya nazir gamle inyin shalol hiskalech, will the stopper could the nazir. If the Gemara says it's about wine, maybe I could suggest it about hair. Maybe he was a nazir. Maybe he didn't get a haircut. Skip down line 10. Therefore, once Potiphar raised Yosef in the ranks, and now Yosef becomes viceroy, to serve him, he gave him such power and authority, and Yosef has this really long hair. He looks like a mess. He has his new position. He's not sitting in jail. He has his new position now, so he should get a haircut. He, he, he needs one. He's only got a long hair. He's sure that once he's raised, Potiphar is going to force him to go to the barber. That's why he started making sure his hair was neat and well-groomed so that he could remain a nazir which he was, and not have to get the haircut. Wow. That's why he did Misal Zabasairo. Because he was a nun, he didn't want to get a haircut, because he, it was against Halacha, and therefore it was Misalsa. And he says he even finds the language of Misalsa by a nazir. Beginning of Misal nazir, it says, Ha'omer Hareni Misalsel Hareze Nazir. That's also a language of Kabbalah's Naziris, saying Hareni Misalsel. That's what a Nazir does. That's shot number one out of two. Why was he misalsel? He was doing it with Hashem because he was a Nazir going to get a haircut. There's only one problem with this. Why was Hashem so upset? Right? What, is the, what does Rashi quote? We started off with Hashem says, What are you doing? Your father's an Avelos. What do you mean? He was doing it with Hashem He was doing it because, you know, he was a Nazir. What else could he do? He didn't want to get a haircut. He didn't want to violate. That's a big problem with his shot. Though it's creative, it doesn't work. He, he, he wrote it in the Sefer, meaning it has some merit. But he realizes there's a big problem with it. So he has a dadab shot. A different shot. On the top now. So we know Yosef did not drink wine the whole time. I'm in the middle column now. But once the brothers came and they were dr- they, he saw them and he sat them all down, he started drinking wine. Why? Because he was back with his brothers. asked the very Yosef an obvious question. How could he already drink wine? So what? That his brothers were here. His father was still in Avelis. What's the Kaddish Rebbe upset about? Your father, your Misabel. It's happening to be drinking already. Remember, he had the special relationship with his father. It's happening to be drinking wine already. 
Let him next week's parsha after Vayigash. Let him go there, and then after he meets his father, and they all say Shema together. Okay, then let him drink some wine. What's he drinking wine already for? What's he? Well, the story's not over. It's a Pella. Why did he stop? Why did he stop the the Isra already? What do you see from here? Says the Ber Yosef. The reason he didn't drink wine was not because he was upset. Because if it was because he was upset, he wouldn't have started drinking again before he saw his father. So it's got to be some other reason. There's got to be a different reason why Yosef didn't drink wine all these years. Remember, his father, the whole big mystery in the Mepharshim, did Yosef think his father was in on it? His father sent him to the brothers, and then he was sold out there. Some Mepharshim say maybe Yosef wasn't sure. Why didn't Yosef send a letter back to his father all these years? Right, so maybe he wasn't sure, but either way, he loved his father. So he wouldn't have started drinking wine. Line 15. You know what it appears from Chazal? It seems like through all the years, Yosef realizes that he is just a pawn in the history of the Jewish people. Throughout, once he gets down to Mitzrayim, it seems like he realizes that HaKadosh Baruch will put me here because for the future there's going to be a famine, I'm going to help out. Throughout the whole story, even at the end, Yosef says, I'm going to take revenge on you. I was sent here to, to pave the way. So you see, Yosef was makabal, everything besimcha. He wasn't b'tzar. He wasn't ba'avelus. Shekivin sherosh, Hashem ito, and he saw Hashem was with him every step of the way. The kosher who osa Hashem atzliach b'yado, imkein rosh ha'ashkachah ha'elyonah shalchu l'kan. He realized that he was a pawn in history. L'tachlis nirtza sheyasel yado dover gadol. Something great was going to happen. And he realizes that he is just a player. So the question is, why did he not drink wine then? It wasn't because he was bizarre. Because he wasn't bizarre. Right? Two rayas. Number one, he drank before he met his father. Number two, he was besimcho all these years. He was happy with his, not happy, accepted his lot. And he wasn't bizarre. So what is it? Next column. Ulam hatam shekibel alav tsar ve'inui. Kozman shal yaparish me'echav, you know why? Efshar. And those who are familiar with the Sefer HaChinuch, what the Sefer HaChinuch says many, many times, will recognize this idea. Efshar shahaya. Kidei shalol lahaniach belibo makam hirush del netira v'sina al echav shamachru b'mitzrayim. Yossi said to himself, you know what? Maybe he felt it right away. He hated his brothers. Right? Natural. He wanted to take vengeance. He wanted his brothers sold him. Threw him in the pit. Either way, whether the brothers actually sold him, like 98% of Mepharshim, or like the Rashbam says, like we spoke about it, they threw him in the pit with snakes and scorpions. Oh, thanks very much. Right? Uh, so what, what did he think? So he had such feelings for his brothers, says Yosef, I got to root those out. I have to do what I can to not hate my brothers. For whatever reason they did it, for whatever reason, or now he realizes that it was all from a Baruch Hu, 
what could I do? How could I try to make sure that I'm not going to hate my brothers? I'm not going to want to take revenge on them. So you know what he says? I'm going to act like I'm in Avelos. I'm going to act bizarre. I'm going to act, I'm going to do things that any normal person would do if they're upset that they're not with somebody they love. And you know what? After a while, as the Sefer Achinach says, the more we're involved in an action, it influences us. If I'm involved in chesed all day, I become involved in chesed. If I'm involved in other acts, I'm influenced by those actions. So therefore, he was makabel tsar on himself. So that he would awaken love and yearning for them. That there won't be any sinner. Like the Rambam says in Echad. If somebody, right, you always have to go to Shvil the middle path. What if somebody's on one extreme? What does the Rambam say? Go to the other extreme. To balance out the pendulum. So do the Bali Musr say, says the Ber Yosef. If somebody did something wrong, if I did something wrong, or if I, have, if I have ill feelings for somebody, you know what I should do? Do a chesed for them. Go out of your way for them. So I got to do something. Cause that's the only way to do it, because I'll be influenced by what I do. That's what Yosef was doing. skipping down Any positive act on some for somebody else will remove sinna from my heart. And he quotes a Zohar to this effect as well. That's why he didn't drink the whole time, because he wanted to make sure that he loved his brothers. He wanted to make sure that when the whole story was over, that he would come back and they would be one big happy family. So now what happens? The brothers come back. They're all together. Even Binyamin is there. Now I can drink wine. Once he says, how do we know? Go to the next source. Line four. Ukshizvada Yosef Alachavon Yosef reveals himself. What do you see? You see from there, the Gemara tells us, Rashi quotes it, that he says, I feel for you like I feel for Binyamin. Meaning Yosef acknowledges that he loves his brothers. I don't hate Binyamin because he had nothing to do with it. I don't hate you either. Because I know you had nothing to do with it. Mamash kamo v'hainu shal yalibo bar v'naki because shemet shaltina v'sina lehem. Mamash kamo v'nyamin echov. Once he acknowledges and they talk about those feelings, Yosef says, I'm drinking wine again. It wasn't because of tsar. He loved his father. That's nothing to talk about. But the brothers, he wanted to make sure. And therefore, bottom line, l'chein, kishaboe love kol ha'achim b'yachad. Hifzik nizirusso. He stopped the Yishtu, the Yishkiru Imo. He drank with them because he realized it paid off. He was successful. Kivin shehergish oz she'en belibo shinsin aleim mamish kamo al binyamin achiv. That's a second reason. Not that he was a nazir, chap number one, but that he did it so that he makes sure he wanted to be ma'aker, wanted to be oker any feeling of sinna that he might have had for his brothers. There's only one thing left to explain. So why is Hashem angry with him? That we still have to explain. Why is Hashem angry with him? Says the Ber Yosef, finishing up. Source number 12. 
Because this whole approach is based on what fact? That Yosef realizes Hashem is with him. He realizes that this is all what's supposed to be. And therefore he does his best to try to be okay, the sinner. But still, because he feels good about his state, he realizes that HaKadosh Baruch Hu put him here, so he starts eating and drinking and acting like nothing's wrong. That's what it means. Line not line nine. His chalocha v'shoz v'sasa b'sayro amar baruch hamakon. Hakadosh Baruch Hu, you're the best. You're the greatest. He starts acting like there's nothing the matter. But regular life. Hakadosh Baruch Hu says to him, "No, Yosef, you're right. It's regular life from your point of view. But mitzidam there v'sar. Mitzido, your father's still in avelus. You might see the plan. He doesn't know the plan. Life is should not be normal." You shouldn't be going about your business, business as usual, in that sense. Line 14, Bekolzos. Lo hayaratsu lefnei HaKadosh Baruch Hu, sheyishkach az Yaakov aviv milibo. Can't put him out of your heart. Vehevi oso HaKadosh Baruch Hu b'matzav kazeh. So, what does HaKadosh Baruch Hu do? He puts him into a situation where he needs to remember his father. He needs to see his father in the window, in the imaginary view don't forget your father, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying. No matter if you understand life, there's somebody else in your family that's sitting bizarre. It's not up to you to eat and drink and do your hair and act like regular, act like not everything is regular in this way. So that is a uh, major thesis of the Be'er Yosef. How do you, we understand the Rashi of Masal Sobasairo? Either Nazirus, and he was counteracting that he didn't have to shave, or, number two, he all did it so that he would be able to have the feelings for his brothers. Just a note, remember, I'm not sure if it was last year, maybe two years ago, we did a Rav Shamshin Rafal Hirsch on why Yosef did not reveal himself to his brothers right away. And it's along these same lines, because Yosef was very much uh, involved in trying to figure out how all the brothers would come together again. Rav Hirsch's line is, he didn't want to give his father back one son and lose 11, or at least lose 10. So look there, Rav Hirsch, review that shear, and then um, put it with this bear Yosef. Okay. Continuing. Continuing with Potiphar. Paraglamites, Pasik, Yud, Beis, Pasik, Yud, Yimel. What happens? The day comes. But this veil bevigda lemar. Asia's Potiphar grabs him, and Yosef runs out. Vayanas, Vayetze Achutza. Yosef runs out. Vayanas. Says the Medrash, and this is a Medrash Plia. We haven't done Medrash Plias lately. Medrash Plia is a Medrash, not a specific Medrash called the Medrash Plia, like the Medrash Rabbah. Medrash Plia just means there's a Medrash that you say, what is going on here? What does A have to do with B? Says the Medrash, that's quoted in the Shemana Tov in Source 13, Vayanas Vayetze Achutza, Yosef ran outside, Vayanas, Zacha Lahayam, I'm sorry, Dalyidei Vayanas Vayetze Achutza, Zacha Lahayam Ra'a Vayanos. Same word, Vayanos. Because Yosef ran out, we're Zohar the Kriyas Yamsuf. Ma ra, Aronosha Yosef. Oh, Yosef's here, we're splitting. Ma inyan, Shmita, Eitzel Har Sinai. Ma inyan, Kriyas Yamsuf, Eitzel, Yosef running out from Eishas Potiphar. One's a personal overcoming of a Yetzer Hara. The other is one of the most, the, the most divine revelation that the Jewish people ever had. Says the Shemana Tov from a Weinberg. 
Dinisyonu shal Yosef hayol gamrei mechutz miderach hateva. What was the Nisayan of Yosef here? It was to totally counteract and overcome his natural instincts, his natural desires, his teva. He had to go against the teva, to go against the grain. Because as Rashi quotes earlier, Asia's Potiphar was acting L'shem Shemayim. She saw that her family was supposed to somehow be connected to Yosef. So Yosef probably had that nevuah too, what she was on a higher level of nevuah than Yosef was. So it was going to be the daughter. Okay. But there was a nevuah here. Yosef, it was not it was not in the realm of natural existence for somebody to be able to stand up and overcome such a such a situation. Over and over, if you read the Psukim, it repeats it and repeats it and repeats it. What did the Psukim say? In Pasukud base, Vayazo Bigdo Bayada, Vayana Fayetiachutsa. Pasukud Gimel, Vayikirosaki Yaza Bigdo Bayada, Vayana Sachutsa. Vatikor Lanche Besa, Ksevachulu, Vayikishamoki Arimosi Kolivo Ekra, Vayazo Bigdo Asli, Vayana Fayetiachutsa. Over and over again. It's repeating. And then Pasukud Ches, Vayana Sachutsa. What's the emphasis? Because he kept going michutz. He went outside of the normal boundaries of a human being. He overcame his teva. He overcame nature. Where was he zochet to this? To go out of his nature? So maybe it came from his great-great-grandfather, Avram Avinu. Line 7. Rashi says, Avraham, I'm taking you hachutza. I'm taking you outside. Ain mazali Yisrael. B'nei Yisrael are l'malam in ha-teva. V'yalkein kishel ratza hayam. I'm sorry. Even before we get to that, skip down to line 10. V'kishur ha-kocha shal Yosef shal v'yanas ha-chutza. Where does he quote it? I'm sorry. Line 12. V'ulay la-avraham niskavnu. He says, maybe this is an even deeper idea. When what does Chazal say? He saw, Yosef saw in the window, demus diogno shal aviv, his father. But maybe it was his great great grandfather, really. Aviv doesn't only mean father. Maybe he saw Avram Avinu. He saw the koach of overcoming Teva, of going Lamalamanatava, outside my astro- astrological sphere. That's Avram Avinu, that's Yosef, and that's Yamsuf. Yamsuf sees Yosef. Yosef wants Lamalami Gidri Hateva. Says the Yamsuf, okay, we could also go Lamalami Gidri Hateva. We could go out of nature. And we could split for the Jewish people, we could split for Am Yisrael, the descendants of Yosef. And then he even relates, the Shem Anatov relates, okay, one thought related to Hanukkah maybe, connected, He says, Nifla, he says, I saw in the Sefer Rokeach, that's something that must have been written with Ruach HaKodesh. Every Pasuk in Vayeshev starts with a Vav. Every Pasuk in Vayeshev starts with a Vav, except for eight. Eight Pesukim. Everything starts with a Vav, except for eight. V'zeu keneged mila v'shmona. And this is mila on day eight. That's the Rokeach. One of the Rishonim. V'hadvarim stumim v'nefloim. These words are closed and wondrous. What's Vayeshev, the Vav, what does the Vav symbolize, what is eight? Says the Shemana Tov. Vav symbolizes a chain of events. 
and this happened, and this happened, and this happened, and this happens. It looks all natural. Yosef is sold by the brothers. Yosef goes up. Yosef is raised. Yosef interprets dreams. It's all natural. And this happened, and this happened, and this happened. But really underneath is eight. What's eight? Eight is Lamala Minat Teva. The Maharal writes many places. Seven is all Teva. But eight is Lamala Minat Teva. It looks like all this is happening. But really, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is behind the scenes. That's Mila. Mila is Lamala Minat Teva. That's the eight. Seven after seven is always Teva. A week, a week. Shemitah, Yovel, everything to do with the Karko, with the land. Shabbos, Maisabracious. It's all Teva. Eight is Lamala Minat Teva. That's the message of the story of Yosef, Lamala Minateva. He went Lamala Minateva, and therefore the Yam also was able to go Bishuto Lamala Minateva. Okay, two more thoughts for the evening. One is from the Otsvosat Torah. Otsvosat Torah is just a uh, interesting uh, picking up on one word in the Parsha. If you look in Paraklamites, Pasuk Chaf Gimel, the last Pasuk in this whole story, what happens? Hashem is with Yosef after he's in the jail and all of a sudden, you think about it, he was accused for doing something, he's thrown into jail and pretty soon afterwards he's in control of the jail. Pretty amazing. How did that happen? How did that happen? Hashem is Yosef. Hashem was with Yosef. He finds Chain. The head of the, the jail gives Yosef the keys. Everything you're in charge of. Ain sar beisasoha roet et kol meuma biado ba'asher hashemito. Let's translate that. The sar, the, the the officer of the jail, does not see anything in his hands because Hashem is with him. What is biado? Whose hand are we referring to? Whose hand? So the pastus is that the sar beisasoha doesn't take care of anything else in his hand, in his own hand, because Hashem is with Ito, with Yosef. He doesn't do anything in Biyado, Bashar Hashemito. Bashar Huosa Hashem It's the Pashtus. But there is a Kharifa's thought said in the Yosef Torah, quoting from the Yad Yosef. He says, remember, there were a lot of sorcerers in Egypt. A lot of sorcerers. We're going to get into the uh, the uh, it's Tagninim, and we're going to get into the Khartoumim, all the different types of sorcerers. So suggest the Yad Yosef quoting here that when Yosef HaTzadik was having all this great fortune and he was able to interpret dreams. So the Tsar was not sure why was this. His topic, line two, was it really because he was a righteous person? And Hashem is with him. And if that's true, then wonderful. I'll give him the keys. I'll put him in charge. Or, line four, Maybe he's just as, he has good luck. He has a good mazel. Maybe now he has good mazel, then he has bad mazel, but it's nothing inherent in him. So how do you check the mazel? How do you check the, the, the astrological signs? So one of the ways is palm reading. There must have been palm readers in Mitzrayim, says the Yosef HaTorah. So what happens? The Sar Beisazohar takes Yosef's hand and studies the hand. Line seven. He doesn't see anything on his hand. He doesn't see anything on his hand. So it must be that Hashem's with him. 
It must not be that he's just under a mazel because he checked the hand. So Biyado and Ito are both referring to Yosef. The Sabi doesn't leave anything in his, doesn't see anything in his hands. Basher Hashem Ito, because it must be that Hashem's with him. That's why he's nothing to do with the mazel. Basher Huosah Hashem Atzliach. That's the Biyado of the Yosef Satan. Just leave you with one final thought. That is, back to the beginning of the parsha. Thought of the Chafetz Chaim. Ela told us Yaakov, Yosef, These are the stories of Yaakov and Yosef. This parsha and the next couple of parshiyos, says the Chafetz Chaim, is really about Jewish history. The parsha Azos, Merumat, Kolasido, Shalom Yisrael, the Jewish people. Yosef, Haben, Shah, Yechavit, Laaviv, Yosef, Mikol, Banov, the beloved son. The beloved son is forced to leave his father, to leave his homeland. He's forced to go into Galus, in a strange land. People try to destroy him, his brothers, enemies. But what happens at the end really is all part of the divine hand of history. The whole story from Yosef start to finish is HaKadosh Baruch Hu orchestrating the events up until the final Geula when B'nai Yisrael went out of Mitzrayim, got to Torah, and ultimately entered Eretz Yisrael. Says the Chafetz Chaim, we are Yosef. We are Yosef. B'nai Yisrael is the B'ni B'chori Yisrael. We are in Mitzrayim. We are pushed aside and downtrodden by the nations. But there will be a time that we will be able to look back and understand. Just like we can look back at the Yosef story, that it was all part of the divine plan. It was all part of the Kur HaBarzel that we have to go through in history. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is leading us back to Geula as we light the candles this week, a week from tonight, when we light the first nair of Hanukkah. We dive into HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that not only that we have those physical little lights, but that light of Hanukkah should really light up our entire nation, our entire existence. And Bezos Hashem, we should be zocha to see, to know about, depends where the menorah was, to be able to be zocha to have the Kohen Gadol, the Kohanim, lighting the menorah in the Beis HaMikdash, from here of Yomim.